Welcome to Reflect on This. Hello, I am Johnny Henshaw. This is the podcast version of devotionals I send to my family and friends. In these devotionals, I share the things I'm learning about the ways and nature of God through applying my study of the scriptures to the world around me. Please join me today as we reflect on this. On a trip to New England in the fall of 2018, my wife and I enjoyed seeing some beautiful sights, cruising around in a cool rental car, a bright red Mustang convertible, relaxing with each other, visiting with my wife's college roommate, and stepping off the treadmill of life for two weeks and gaining a revised perspective on our daily tasks. I also learned an important spiritual truth. Let me explain. Karen and I began planning this trip in May of that year. We had a detailed itinerary for our 14-day trip, complete with hotel reservations for every night. Yes, I'm a detailed person and a planner, so no surprises here. We had carefully researched the typical peak color time window in New England and planned our trip accordingly. My expectations for the trip were high. But I was not prepared for some disappointments that immediately appeared. For example, it was foggy and rainy the first few days of the trip. So as we drove up the Atlantic coast, all of the lighthouses we had planned to see were completely blanketed in fog. Our one full day at Acadia National Park in Maine was foggy and rainy, which limited the views at this amazing park. In these first few days, we were also discovering that the leaves were not yet at peak color, probably due to the unusually warm fall that year. I must confess that I began to be discouraged. Lord, We spent so much time carefully planning this trip, and we're spending so much money now in executing our plan. And the results? Fog, rain, no lighthouses visible, limited views at the park, no peak colors. Why are you not fulfilling our desires and plans? After all, the Psalms speak of you granting our heart's desire and fulfilling all our plans. Can't you change our circumstances? As I articulated my feelings to Karen, she spoke wise words that guided us back to the truth. The truth that we discussed and embraced began to resonate in my spirit and soul. Armed with that perspective, we proceeded onward to our trip. Through this new lens, I learned and observed the following. On the day of our wedding anniversary, we were driving to the top of Mount Washington, the tallest mountain in New England. It was foggy at the top, so we could not see the views we had hoped to see. But along the drive up and down the mountain, below the fog line, we saw some beautiful leaves. We learned from the locals that the leaves were actually at peak color here, a nice anniversary gift. On our drive back to Boston, we had planned to make a quick stop in Concord and then on to Boston for some late afternoon sightseeing there. We ended up spending all afternoon in Concord at some unplanned stops, seeing the footbridge where the American Revolutionary War began, the shot heard round the world, seeing the home of Louisa May Alcott, author of Little Women and Little Men, 
and eating at the Colonial Inn, opened in 1716. I was initially anxious about this change of schedule. I began to wonder if we would still be able to see everything we had planned to see in Boston. But the good news is that we got to see these wonderful sights in Concord, and we still had enough time the next day in Boston to see our planned sights. And several other things along the way that appeared at first to be a disappointment, but turned out to have an aspect of blessing. What is the truth that Karen shared and I was learning to embrace? Disappointments will come in life. We must not put all of our confidence in our own abilities. We must cry out to God for help and also look for the blessings in the midst of the disappointments. What not to do? Focus on my ability or inability to control circumstances. Psalms 147.10 says, God is not impressed by the strength of a horse. He does not value the power of a man, and neither should we. What we should do, give thanks for everything by looking at the blessings God has given in the past, and give thanks in everything by thanking God even in the midst of challenging circumstances. Ephesians 5.20 says, Always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Romans 5.3-5 And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance, endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And finally, focus on what brings genuine delight. Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on and keep thinking about these things. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of faith. And Psalms 119.24, Your testimonies also are my delight. They are my counselors. O God, how I long to live in this state of embracing this truth and focusing on you, your attributes, and your statutes instead of on my disappointments. As I focus on these eternal principles instead of my circumstances, you promise to bring genuine delight. Today, I encourage you to reflect on this. It is my hope that this podcast will encourage and inspire everyone who hears it to do two things, to apply the scriptures to your daily life in such a way that it changes how you think, act, and live and to consider how you can likewise encourage your loved ones to do the same thing. Will you join me in this adventure?